Maybe you don't want to buy the hard drive collections that I have, so you can buy individual old-time radio shows or TV at your convenience. That's why I've created the digital downloads for you. Best pricing on the Internet. OldTimeRadioDVD.com All right, Constable. I'll deal with this. Sir? No, gentlemen. I am Inspector Martin of the Norfolk Constabulary, and this is a restricted area. No, your name, please. I'm Dr. John Watson, and this is Mr. Sherlock Holmes. Mr. Holmes? But this is astonishing. The crime was only committed at three this morning. How in the world did you hear about it so quick? We didn't hear about it. We anticipated it and came in the hope of preventing it. How did Mrs. Cubitt meet her death? Mrs. Cubitt? Mrs. Cubitt is still alive. Still alive? Thank God. Well, then what crime has taken place here? Uh, First, sir, are you acting for the lady? No, for her husband. He's extremely concerned for Mrs. Cubitt's safety. Well, Mr. Holmes, I'm sorry to have to inform you that it's your client who's been murdered by his wife. The Dancing Men by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle Dramatised for radio by Bert Cools With Clive Medicin as Sherlock Holmes and Michael Williams as Dr. John Watson and featuring Christopher Good as Hilton Cubitt and Diana Hunter as Elsie Cubitt. The Dancing Men. It's a terrible business. She's for the gallows, if she lives. What do you mean? Her condition's critical. The doctor's with her now. Oh, after she killed him, she shot herself. Why in the name of heaven? Oh, well, that's the question. (laughs) Now, gentlemen, you say you had prior knowledge that something was going to happen here? We did. You must have important evidence that I lack. Only the evidence of the dancing men. The dancing men? I'll explain it to you later. Later? But, sir, if it's relevant... Inspector, Hmm? will you associate Mr. Holmes in your investigation, or would you prefer that he work independently? Well, I'd be proud to feel that we were acting together. In that case, if you let him do things in his own fashion, he'll share the results with you as soon as he can. Oh, very good, Doctor. But uh, I must say, this does seem a perfectly straightforward affair. Like I said, the only mystery is why she did it. By all accounts, they were the model of a happy couple. Oh, Hilton, this is wonderful. Yes, isn't it? Imagine, ruling over a country for 60 years. Have you ever had a king that long? I don't think so. No, I'm sure of it. (laughs) And they say that women are the weaker sex. Will we be able to see her from here? We certainly should. The whole thing's just amazing. Don't you have anything like this at home? This is my home now, Hilton. I've told you. Of course. Forgive me, Miss Patrick. (laughs) What? What's so funny? You are Mr. Cubitt. (laughs) Why won't you call me Elsie? It wouldn't be proper. After four whole weeks... Then when would it be proper? Four months? Four years? Well... Come on, Hilton. What does your English etiquette say? When can you call me Elsie? Exactly how serious are Mrs. Cubitt's injuries? According to the doctor, the bullet's still lodged in the front part of her brain. He's telegraphed to London for a specialist search. Mm, If the operation's successful, when will she be able to talk? Perhaps never. There's a strong chance she'll be affected mentally. Damn. How was Mr. Cubitt shot, Inspector? Straight through the heart, 
Where were the bodies? In the study. In what positions? He was face up in the centre of the room. She was crouching near the window. Yes. Where was the weapon lying? Midway between them. Then why have you assumed it was the lady who fired? Why not her husband? She had powder burns on her forehead where the gun was fired at very close range. There were none on him. Indeed. So he was face up and she was crouching. Um, who found him, Inspector? Well, the maid Saunders and Mrs King, the cook. Do you want to examine the room now, Mr Holmes? Mm, uh, no, not yet. Uh, I want to talk to the staff. <laughs> oh, look at that one. He looks just like your friend, the Reverend. And he waddles the same way. Look. <laughs> oh, Miss Cubitt, you can't know how refreshing it is to meet someone who doesn't weigh every word before she speaks it. And you can't know how much I've enjoyed these last weeks. How about you, Hilton? Have you enjoyed your holiday in the big city? Oh, yes. Good. That's good. My dear. Yes, Hilton? <sighs> What's wrong? I'm afraid you'll think me an old fool. I believe that's very unlikely. But why don't you ask me a question, Hilton? Then you'll find out for sure. I was woken up by an explosion. Explosion? You mean a gunshot? Oh, well, obviously that's what it was, sir. But it did seem extremely loud. In the stillness of the house? Yes, perhaps. Uh, well, carry on, Mrs King. And then, as I was getting out of bed, there was another one. Another explosion? Well, yes... I thought perhaps that one was further away. Yes. Did you hear them too, Saunders? Yes, sir. Just like Mrs King said. And then we went downstairs together. The hall was full of smoke and the smell. Smell? Oh, the gunpowder. How did you know which room your master and mistress were in? Oh, the study door was open, sir, and a candle was burning on the table. I see. Did you go in or did you stay in the doorway? Oh, well, we went in, sir. The master was lying there, not moving... And the mistress, all covered in blood, it was horrible to see. It must have been a terrible experience for both of you. I'd never seen a dead person before, sir. Was never. Mrs. Cubitt unconscious when you found her? <sighs> Mrs. King? <laughs> uh, I realise that this is uh, painful for you, but it's essential that you tell me everything. When you went into the study, was Mrs. Cubitt still conscious? Yes, sir, she was. Ah. Did you say anything or make any effort to speak? Well, it's my belief she was trying to say something, sir, but it was beyond her strength. Of all the bad luck. Holmes. Mr. Holmes, sir. Hush, girl. No, 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 Mrs. King, please. What do you want to say, Saunders? Well, begging your pardon, sir, but what they're saying, that my mistress killed the master, well, it just can't be true, sir. She couldn't do it. She wouldn't, not in a thousand years. You must believe that. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Uh, Madame. Uh, monsieur. Well, my dear. To the future. Oh, yes. To the future. That's very good. Thank you, Hilton. I've never had a better excuse to drink champagne. Nor I. Elsie, my dear. Forgive me, but is everything all right? I'm the one who should be asking for forgiveness. I'm spoiling this beautiful dinner. What's wrong? May I help? 
Hilton, there's something I want to say to you. Go on. I've had some very disagreeable associations in my life. I want to forget all about them. The past is very painful to me. My dear... If you take me, Hilton... If? If you take me, you'll take a woman who has nothing that she need be personally ashamed of. But you'll have to take my word for it. Promise me you won't ever ask about anything that has happened before we met. If you can't promise, if that's too hard, then go back to your Norfolk and leave me here alone. I've booked the carriage for 10.30 tomorrow morning. We don't want to be late at the registry office. Thank you. Thank you. Now... Let's have some more champagne. The windows in the study, were they open? There's only one, Mr Holmes. It was closed and fastened. You can confirm that, Mrs King. Uh, yes, sir. You said that the hall was full of smoke. When you left your bedroom, did you smell the gunpowder straight away, or not until you arrived downstairs? Oh, straight away, Mr Holmes, sir. Uh, yes, sir, that's the truth. As soon as I came out, it hit me. Ah, a significant detail, Inspector. Mm. I commend it to your attention. And this is Mrs King, my... Ah, cook. Mrs King? Ma'am. <laughs> it's going to take me a while to get used to that. Yes, ma'am. Mrs King's steak and kidney pudding is unequalled in the county. I love steak and kidney pudding. <laughs> I hope there's someone here who's good at letting out dresses. Oh, that would be Saunders, ma'am. This is Saunders, my dear. The housemaid. Hello, Saunders. Ma'am. Are you really good with a needle? Oh, that's not for me to say, ma'am. Oh, come on. Don't be modest. Mrs King? Best I've ever seen, ma'am. Well... Bring me some of your work after dinner tonight, Saunders. I'd like to see it. Ma'am? If I'm going to be a proper English lady, I'm going to need a lady's maid. Now, aren't I? Oh, yes, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Good. Thank you all for your wonderful welcome. I'm going to be very happy here. There. Two cartridges fired, you see? Yes, indeed. And it was lying... Exactly, uh, here. Here. Ah, yes. Yeah. Doctor? Ah, at least there's a good chance it was painless. Death was instantaneous. It's likely. According to a local doctor, the bullet struck him in the chest, he collapsed backwards and fell as you see him. Yes, I'd agree with that. The bullet's still in his body, Holmes. And the bullet that injured the lady is still in her brain. That's correct. So, two shots fired and two bullets accounted for. Exactly. Then how do you explain the bullet that struck the edge of the window here? By George. However did you see that? Because I looked for him. <laughs> Elsie, my dear. What is it, Hilton? A letter for you. For me? From Chicago. Here you are. Thank you. My dear. Hilton. Of course. 
I shall be in my study until lunch. Enjoy your book. This turns the whole case around. If a third shot was fired, a third person must have been present. Yes, quite so. Well, who was he? I mean, how did he get away? All the doors and windows were fastened. Well, when Mrs King and Saunders left their rooms, they were immediately conscious of the smell of gunpowder. Yes, you said that was important. I'm afraid I didn't quite follow it. Was it was only moments after the guns went off. The fumes couldn't possibly have spread so rapidly without a through draft. Ah, so when the shots were fired, this window must have been open. Not all of the shots, necessarily. But how did it come to be shut when the servants arrived? Uh, Watson, you'll confirm that a person in shock frequently performs the most mundane, everyday tasks. Quite unconsciously, I mean. Such as closing a window. Yes, that's quite true. Hmm. By George. Now, is this Mrs. Cubitt's handbag? Yes, it is. Hmm. Has it been moved? Only just enough to examine the contents. That's exactly where it was dropped. Thrown. You can see where it struck the edge of the desk before it fell. Yes. Fascinating. What's in it? Good heavens. How much, Inspector? Twenty, fifty-pound notes, gentlemen. Gracious me. A thousand pounds. A singular lady. Hilton. Oh, my dear. Did I startle you? No. No, of course not. Isn't it a lovely day? Yes. Have you seen the stable boy? No. Not this morning. Why? I want to give him a piece of my mind. Young Tearaway's been chalking damn silly pictures on one of the windows. Pictures? What sort of pictures? Holmes, this third gunshot. Huh? How is it that Mrs. King and Saunders didn't hear it? They did. Mr. Holmes? Uh, Watson, Mrs. King's testimony, if you would. Yeah, yes, here we are. I was woken by an explosion, and you said an explosion, you mean, you mean a, a gunshot? Well, obviously, that's what it was, sir. But it did seem extremely loud. Carry on, Mrs. King. And then, as I was getting out of bed, there was another one. Another explosion? Uh, well, yes. But she wasn't sure. She wasn't at all, sir. Thank you, Watson. You see, Inspector. I, I, I'm sorry, sir, but I'm still in the dark. Forgive me, but is this the way you always work together? Uh, yes, yes. The important point is exactly what Mrs King was uncertain about. She could hardly have been in doubt that there was a second sound. It was the nature of it that made her hesitate. Um, I thought perhaps that one, that's the second one, yeah. was further away. No, it wasn't further away. It simply wasn't as loud as the first. An explosion followed by... An ordinary gunshot. But, of course, it wasn't an explosion. It was two guns going off simultaneously. By George. Well, that explains everything. Gentlemen, I don't know what to say. This is wonderful. Yeah. I rather think we've exhausted all this room, Contagious. Let's see what fresh evidence the garden has to offer. Look at that. And to think I wasn't going to check out here at all. It's never wise to accept the first conclusion that presents itself. What can you read from the footmarks? Yes. Let us see. Yes. A man. Tall, but not heavy. It's probably not old. No. Yes, he approaches very cautiously. Yes, is it the right window? It is. Yes, stands here for uh, yes, some little time, and then, yeah, runs off. Yeah. Now, uh, look at this. 
What have you found? A cartridge from the third bullet. Oh. A gun had an ejector. Yes, this is American. Yeah. I think, Inspector, that our case is almost complete. Hmm. Beg pardon, sir. May I speak to you? Of course, child. Come in. Thank you, sir. What is it? It's the mistress, sir. I'm really... We're all really worried about her, sir. Yes, Saunders, so am I. Forgive me, but is she ill, sir? Should we send for Dr Cartwright? No, Saunders, I don't think that a doctor can help. Isn't there anything we can do? Yes. Yes, I believe there is. Tell Arthur I shall want the trap first thing in the morning. I'm going to London. Inspector, there are several points that I've not been able to explain to you yet. You uh, said something about dancing men. Now that I've got so far, I'd best proceed on my own lines and clear the whole matter up once and for all. Oh, just as you wish, Mr Holmes. So long as we get our man. Doctor? Heck. Oh, we shall, we shall. Yes, I have all the threads in my hand. Oh, that's good enough for me. Now, first of all, there's an, an inn or an hotel in the neighbourhood known as Elridge's. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, I'm sorry, sir. No, there isn't. <laughs> Not that I've ever heard of. There must be. Assemble the staff. I've lived here all my life, sir. There's no such inn. I'm sorry, gentlemen. There's old Ted Elridge. Ted Elridge? Who's he? Well, he's a farmer, sir. That's right. Though Lord knows he's not so active these days. I haven't heard word of him in a twelve-month or more. Is it a, a lonely farm? Oh, very lonely, yeah, sir. Perhaps we haven't heard of what happened here during the night. Well, maybe not, sir. Hmm. Saunders, what is in a note there? Tell the stable boy to saddle up. Well, this whole thing's out of our hands now. Out of our hands? Yes, for the present. If you'd like to stroll with us a while, I think we can help you pass an interesting and profitable hour. The first we knew of this whole business was when Mr. Cubitt engaged Holmes to look into the mystery of the dancing men. The dancing men? Well, they keep cropping up, whoever they are. I've seen neither hide nor hair of any dancing men. And it's time that situation was rectified. The dancing men. But... It's just a child scribble. Just a child scribble. That's exactly what I thought. And why do you attribute any importance to it, Mr. Cubitt? I never should, Doctor. But my wife does. This child scribble is frightening her to death. Oh, it's nothing. String of matchstick men. Was this sent to Mrs. Cubitt? Yes. It was the second manifestation. The second? What was the first? They were chalked on a windowsill. It must have been done during the night. What did you do? Had them washed off. I thought nothing of it. Until I just happened to mention them to Elsie. Whatever's the matter, my dear? You're sure, Hilton? You're sure that's what they were? Of course I'm sure. Why are you so concerned? I told you, it's just the stable boy. Hilton, I want you to promise me something. Of course, Elsie. Whatever you want. If it happens again, if any more come... I want to see them. Straight away. I don't mind telling you, gentlemen, I was amazed that she should take it so to heart. It's a thousand pities that we don't have a copy of the first drawings. Did your wife recover from her shock, Mr. Cubitt? 
Not entirely, Doctor, no. She was on edge all the next week. As if she were expecting something to happen. Exactly so. And when it did... My dear. What is it? I just found this lying on the sundial. Look. Let me see. She fainted just from the sight of this? Oh, that doesn't sound like the woman the staff have described to me. Quite. Level-headed, independent and strong was Mr. Cupid's own assessment. So you can understand his anxiety. That was yesterday morning, gentlemen. Since then, she's looked like a woman in a dream. I swear there's terror lurking in her eyes. Mm, did you consider going to the police? They'd have laughed at me. But I know that you won't laugh at me. You'll tell me what to do. I'm not what you'd call rich, Mr. Holmes. But I'd spend my last copper to shield my wife from danger. Don't you think that your best plan would be to make a direct appeal to your wife? Hmm? To ask her to share her secret with you? A promise is a promise, Mr. Holmes. If Elsie wanted to tell me, she would. It's not for me to force her confidence, but I'm justified in taking my own line. And I will. Then I'll help you. With all my heart. What did you do? Well, it was obvious that these hieroglyphics had a meaning, but this one sample was so short that I could do nothing. We told Mr. Cubitt to come back here. With instructions, presumably, to make a copy of any fresh dancing men messages. <laughs> I, uh, I take it we can call them messages. Exactly so, Inspector. How long did you have to wait? A fortnight. I tell you, gentlemen, this business is killing my wife by inches. It's as much as flesh and blood can stand. Take this, Mr. Cubitt. Thank you, Doctor. Mr. Holmes, my Elsie is wearing away before my eyes. Uh. Has she said anything yet? No, sir, she hasn't. <laughs> Elsie? Elsie, where are you? Oh, there you are. Why are you sitting all by yourself? Hello, Hilton. Oh, my love. If only you knew how it hurts me to see you so miserable. I do know it. I do. Hilton? My dear. Your family. It, it's a very ancient one, isn't it? It is. The name goes back centuries. Centuries. And I know you've always taken great pride in your reputation and your honor. Well, yes, of course. What would happen? Just supposing... Go on. I can't. Forgive me. She simply couldn't bring herself to say any more. I dare say I was too clumsy with her. No, no, I, I think not. <clears throat> you said in your wire that you'd found out several things for yourself. A good deal, Mr. Holmes. I've several fresh dancing men pictures for you. Ah. Hmm. Three of these are identical. Hmm. What? Oh, thank you. And more important, gentlemen... I've seen the fellow. What? He'd seen the man who'd been drawing them? Yes. But I should give you the events in order. Now, firstly, the messages. Ah, uh, well, they mean no more to me than the first one, I'm afraid. Did uh, Mrs. Cubitt see these? No, her husband had them washed off as soon as he'd copied them. Oh. 
And then he decided on more drastic action. Good God, you shouldn't sneak round like that. What are you doing up at this hour? I couldn't sleep. Come to bed. Not until I've discovered who's doing this to you. I've told you. It's just some sort of stupid joke, that's all. Some sort of joke? A practical joke. You shouldn't take any notice. I can't believe you know what you're saying. Hilton, if it really annoys you, why don't we go away somewhere? What? We could travel. A holiday. Good things happen on holidays. Be driven out of our own house. <gasps> what is it? What's wrong? Come to bed. We'll talk about it in the morning. What did you see? Elsie, let go of me. Come to bed. Please. Let go, I say. <gasps> there's someone out there. No, there's no one. Hilton, don't. He's gone. It sounds to me that she was more concerned about this stranger's safety than her husband's. Beginning to look rather sordid. I'm afraid that Mr. Cubitt was of the same opinion, Inspector. Well, it wouldn't be the first time. Anyway, now you had a lot more of these figures. Did that help at all? Yes, if these symbols are purely arbitrary, it may well be impossible to solve. But yes, if they're systematic. What? Just a straightforward substitution code. Mm -hmm. One man equals one letter. One letter, exactly, yes, exactly. Why are some of them upside down? <sighs> Probably because it would be difficult otherwise to find 26 variations. I mean, once you've exhausted arms up, down, or bent, and legs the same, there's not much mm -hmm. left. True enough. Yeah. <sighs> yes, I'm more concerned at the moment with why some of them appear to be carrying flags. Well, I suppose it could have been just another variation, like being upside down. But I don't imagine it was that simple. Uh, has it turned out, Inspector? Yes, it was. Yes, sir. The arm... The arm... Holmes, for goodness sake, have a break. Come and eat some. Soon, soon, soon. Yes, 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 yes. Oh! Whatever's the matter? Oh, what's become of my brain? Look, look, look. You see? There, and there, and there, and there. I don't follow. The flags. Each flag marks the end of a word. Oh, I should have seen that hours ago. After that, it was simple. Well, simple? Well, comparatively speaking. Hmm? I'm familiar with at least 160 different forms of secret writing, but this one, this one was new to me. Well, I can't imagine how you'd even begin. Well, everything hinges on the fact that E is the most common letter in the English alphabet. You'd expect to find it most often in any message, even a short one. Now, after E, the order's not so well marked. But speaking roughly, it's um, T-A-O-I-N-S and H that come next. Oh, my it God. helped that the lady's name was Elsie. Hmm. We had three messages with E blank 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 E as their final word. And so you got the L, the S and the I. Well, what about the rest? Well, naturally, the more letters I got, the easier it became. There. Well done. Thank you. But, but what does it all mean? Well, it means that at least I can take a, a practical step at last. Watson, what's the matter? 
Well, aren't you going to ask me who I'm telegraphing? If I did, would you tell me? No. Mr. Worley. In the business. <laughs> exactly. So, no, I'm not going to ask you. It wouldn't be logical. Touché. Excuse me. There. Excellent. Mrs. Hudson! So, there was some useful information in the messages. Vital information, as it turned out. And your telegram? Was to clarify a vital point. Ah. Yes, uh, of course. Mm. We spent an impatient couple of days waiting for the reply. Think of the empty house. What? As a title. The empty house. I don't like it. Ah, do you have a better suggestion? Ah. Damn. Who was it? Butcher's boy. Late delivery. Ah. Look. <clears throat> Look, perhaps we should go there. Yes, we're... To Norfolk, of course. This telegram you're waiting for, is it really so crucial? Well, to blunder in without all the facts could be as dangerous as doing nothing at all. I wasn't suggesting we should blunder anywhere. More dangerous. <sighs> then we've no option but to wait. None. Why hasn't he replied? I might be in a better position to answer that if I knew who he is. Mm. Uh, Watson, your patience puts me to shame. <laughs> A drink? Uh, uh, yes, 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 thank you. Enforced inactivity gives the opportunity for reflection and contemplation. It's a valuable thing and should be welcomed with joy. Really? Uh, so the theory says. Mm. Here. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, to... Hmm. Patience. Yes, I'll drink to that. Mm. <clears throat> Another theory says the patience is always rewarded. Huh? Do you believe it? Yes. Oh. <clears throat> the empty house. Yes. Good. Oh, dear. <clears throat> Thank you, Mrs. Hudson. <coughs> Not your reply? No, no, just, just some letters. Yeah. Yeah, this one's from Norfolk. Ah. Yes. Mr. Cubitt. Hmm? More dancing men. Oh, thank you. Uh, Found this morning on the pedestal of the sundial. Elsie, Elsie. Uh, any new letters? None that aren't obvious from their context. 
We've let this affair go far enough. Look. Dear God. The last train here had just gone. No, we came on the first available one this morning. And uh, no, the rest you know. Well, not really, Mr. Holmes. What are these messages? What's this whole affair about? Did you get an answer to your telegram? Uh, yes, as we were leaving. Uh, yes, I think we should go back inside. It's nearly time. You understand, Saunders? Yes, sir. Excellent. Off you go. Very good, sir. Oh, one last thing. Mr. Holmes? You were quite correct. Your mistress is entirely blameless in this whole affair. Thank you, sir. Uh, that'll be all. Gentlemen. Very well. Uh, Watson, mm. you asked the doctor to remain upstairs with his patient. I did. And everybody else is safely out of the way. Hmm. I think we're all set. There's a man coming up the path. Hmm? Oh, yes. Striding along as cool as you like, as if the place belonged to him. Yes, well, Inspector, you'll need your handcuffs. Right. Yes, very good. Now, leave the talking to me. Now, I think we should take our positions behind the door. I suggest you remain exactly where you are. Just put out your wrists nice and slow. No! No, sir. I don't believe you're going just yet. It's hardly polite. Excellent. Excellent. Gentlemen, may I present Mr. Abe Slaney of the city of Chicago? And just who the hell are you? Unfortunately for you, I'm a close friend of Wilson Hargreave of the New York Police Department. God damn the man. Yes, I thought that name might mean something to you. Commissioner Hargreave has a high opinion of you, Slaney. The most dangerous crook in Chicago, no less. Well, gentlemen, you seem to have the drop on me good and proper. But I'm here at Mrs. Hilton Cubitt's invitation. Now, don't tell me she helped to set this trap. Mrs. Hilton Cubitt was seriously injured last night and is fighting for her life. No, take it back. Say she's not hurt. She was found badly wounded by the side of her dead husband. This is a trick. It's nothing but lies. Why should we lie to you, Slaney? If she's hurt that bad, then who wrote this? What do you think you're doing? Take it easy, copper. I'm not going anywhere. Huh? Who wrote it? I did. <laughs> you think I'm a fool? No one but us knows the secret. What one man can invent, another man can discover. Lies. All lies. No, sir. The truth. I'm here, Abe Slaney, at Elridge's. Come, Elsie! Come, Elsie! Come, Elsie! Well, if I shot the man, he had his shot at me first, and there's no murder in that. But if you think I could have hurt that woman, then you don't know either me or her. I tell you, there was never a man in this world loved a woman more. You have a damn strange way of showing it. Who was this... Englishman, that he should come between us. She was pledged to me years ago. I had first right to her. I was only claiming my own. A woman is not a piece of property, sir. You brought about the death of a noble and honorable man and driven his wife to despair. That's your record in this business, Mr. A. Baslaney. And you'll answer for it to the law. If Elsie dies, I don't care what becomes of me. And what if the lady lives? The best case you can make for yourself is the absolute truth. Are you aware 
that Mrs. Cubitt was suspected of the murder of her husband. No! The very least you owe to her is to make it clear that she was in no way responsible. Tell us exactly what happened here and why. There were seven of us in a gang in Chicago. And Elsie's father was the boss. He who was a clever man. It was him who invented that code that would pass as a child's scrawl. Unless you happen to have the key to it. And Elsie learned it from him. Oh, she had his brains even when she was little. She learned a good few of our ways, but she couldn't stand the business. She had a bit of money of her own. Honest money. Yeah! Honest money. So as soon as she was old enough, she gave us the slip and got away to London. Where you tracked her down and made her life a misery. How long have you been in this country? A month. I tried everything I could to get her to come away with me. And when your coaxing didn't work, you turned to threats. The final message, Inspector. Hmm. Elsie, prepare to meet thy God. That one worked. She sent me a note. I, I was to meet her here. Three o'clock this morning. Oh, Elsie. Abe. It's good to see you again. You've got to leave me alone. What? When you said to come here... Are you mad? You couldn't have thought I'd run away with you. Elsie, I love you. Doesn't that mean anything? And I love my husband. My husband, Abe. Now look. What the hell is that? It's money. All I've got. Take it and go. You think you can pay me off like some servant? I'm safe. Put it away, (laughs) damn you. No. I'll do it for you. There. Now go and get dressed. You're coming with me. No. You want to? You know you do. Don't you remember how good it was? What's going on? I asked you a question. (laughs) Don't do anything stupid, old man. This is him. The man you've been exchanging messages with behind my back. No, it's not anything like that. Don't try to shake him, madam. Hide your own guilt. To me. I've listened to you quite enough. Look here, mister. I don't want to use this. Abe, no! Keep back, Elsie! Oh. Abe, wait! Oh. Help me. My love. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. The only part of what had happened here that was obvious to all. In her grief and her shame, the woman you claim to love tried to take her own life. Uh, Take him away, Inspector. With pleasure. Come on, you. Can I see her first? No one can see her. The least disturbance could be fatal. Mr. Holmes. Inspector. If I ever again have an important case, I hope I'll also have the good fortune to have you by my side. Come on, Slady. Gentlemen. Oh. <sighs> what does it say, your note to him? Uh, oh, simply, 
come here at once. The content didn't matter. Only that he was convinced that it came from the lady. Mm. So, the dancing men served a purpose for good at last. Yes, and you have something unusual for your notebook. Yes, indeed. But I doubt if I'll ever write it up. What? Well, we failed, didn't we? An innocent man killed, his wife at death's door. Yes, and there's something else. Something Slaney said. Oh, yeah. Will a jury see it his way, do you think? Well, it's impossible to say. Ah, in any case, speculation's pointless. We'll know soon enough. It's in other hands now. Yes. yes, you're right, of course. But if I had any say in the matter... Let it lie, my friend. Eight minutes past. 3.40 is our train. Abe Slaney was condemned to death at the winter assizes in Norwich, but his penalty was changed to penal servitude in consideration of mitigating circumstances and in the certainty that the dead man had fired the first shot. Of Mrs. Hilton Cubitt, I only know what I have heard, that she recovered entirely and that she remains a widow, devoting her whole life to the care of the poor and to the administration of her husband's estate. In The Dancing Men, Sherlock Holmes was played by Clive Medicin and Dr. Watson by Michael Williams. With Christopher Good as Hilton Cubitt, Diana Hunter as Elsie Cubitt, and John Garasio as Abe Slaney. Inspector Martin was played by Peter Tuddenham, Mrs. King by Jill Graham, and Saunders by Sue Broomfield. The violinist was Leonard Friedman. The Dancing Men was dramatised for radio by Bert Cools and directed by Patrick Rayner. <laughs>